As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Sift Spoil uh, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino's latest movie. I don't think we have a ton to spoil here, but uh, thank you for joining us. Please beware, there will be spoilers. That's what this is all about. They all die. Hanging threads, romances, jokes, Easter eggs, cameos, deaths, resurrections, and post-credit sequences uh, among the things that we might be spoiling. And if you are confused, uh, it's because we'll probably jump around as well. Uh, Some best thing is to watch the movie and then to listen to the spoiler cast that's the yeah. best order of things but hey you do you we're not the boss of you no if you if you want to listen to this without having seen the movie you just you just go ahead and do what you want you used to tell people to go away quentin, Tar- quentin tarantino does what he wants yeah you should do what you want you can make a three-hour movie if he wants to all right list for me the scenes that you would cut out of this. Okay. I would totally get rid of every scene that had Kurt Russell in it. What? Yeah. That's some the, of the best stuff in the movie. It's fun, but it's not instrumental. It doesn't push the story forward. The whole thing with Brad Pitt murdering his wife yes. was so unnecessary. What? No. How is it necessary because to the it gives story? Because it gives that character texture. Like, there's a different there's a different part of this character now that you know about that actually makes you, like, struggle with like the here, like the heroics. Like, wait, did he actually kill his wife? Did he not? Like, it doesn't really kind of give you the answer to that, and so you're left kind of struggling and I don't know. I, I like that stuff. Plus, I thought it was a great explanation of kind of, again, with the themes of things changing and those kind of things of, you know, the inner politics of Hollywood. I liked all that stuff. Okay. It was it was similar to me to the scenes where Leo would forget his lines. You know, it's just kind oh, of the in- inferno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just I loved that stuff that there was just kind of that inside Hollywood stuff, I think, was was crucial. I I guess here's what I'll say. You may you actually may be right that it's unnecessary, but I was glad it was there. I just I, again I ate it all up. Yeah. So I liked it. Maybe it's it's it feels to me like one of those things. Like it's cool I saw it, but now going back, if I want to rewatch the movie, that's the stuff that's going to stop me from wanting because I have to drudge through that to actually get to the 
important stuff in the story. Another great example. It really was. I'm still stuck on it. That was the rooftop uh, daydream, right? Like he was on the roof fixing the satellite. Yeah. And he was, and he remembered what, um, what Rick had said about him not being invited because it was such and such. And so he's thinking back as to why that happened. Yeah. Right. And so it's kind of, and then afterwards, Bruce Lee, right. And him fighting Bruce Lee. Right. And the wife who hated him already because he might've killed his wife and, and she's the one whose car got like all that stuff was great. But anyway, and then he comes out of it and he's like, yeah, I suppose that's right. Or whatever. Yeah, whatever he's like, he's oh, yeah. <laughs> but again, that's about how his, you know, why his career has gone the way it has or why things have changed. I don't know. I just, I found it all interesting and This one's where I'm going to get the biggest amount of pushback. Oh, no. Sharon Tate. So great. No, I, I agree with him. I, like, I honestly, like, you could have probably stripped out almost every scene that she was in. But yeah. what the movie's about. No, it's like the okay. whole heart of the movie. The movie. I don't know. But we don't need to watch her going through her life. We don't need to watch her going to parties. Oh, we don't like need 100% to see, disagree. see... This is where I know it's going to get a lot of pushback. I know the movie's trying to build up this false sense of we're going to get to see the Manson family kill Tate and stuff. I had a feeling from... It's a weird the, way to say that. Get to, like, ugh. <laughs> Okay, I, 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 it sounds insensitive, but I'm trying to make a no, point. No, no, yeah. no, 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 I, no, I know. I, I, I wasn't trying to accuse you of anything. I was just like, you know, the, it, what's interesting is Tarantino gets accused of that, right? Like yeah. Tarantino gets accused of glorification, reveling in the violence, that kind of stuff, which he, yeah. I think it's a deserved accusation many times. But anyways, continue. But what I'm saying is I knew from the get-go that... It was going to be an alternate history, kind of like Inglorious Bastards. I, I, I assumed, I assumed as much. Yeah. So them building up all of this, you know, Sharon Tate going to parties and stuff with Steve McQueen and stuff. Again, that whole scene where Steve McQueen is like talking about how Roman Polanski, you know, uh, it got Sharon from uh, John. It, I'm like, ah, all this stuff is just so unnecessary. Seeing Tate go to um, the Wrecking Crew and like reveling and people laughing May at her. The best scene in the movie. You've got to be kidding! No, me. I, 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 I was so bored during that part. No, yeah, the, I, I, the best scene in this entire movie is Leo talking to that little girl uh, right before who's that reading the book. Also, maybe the best scene in the movie. She is probably the best actor in this entire movie. <laughs> she was She's phenomenal. Great. She yeah. was Just so the, good. The way she incorporated the the pretentiousness of acting, and at the yeah. same time, you kind of there was an authenticity to her, her that you much. respected a little bit as she, well. She yeah. was absolutely great. I, I'd never seen her in anything, but I can't wait to see her in something else. She was oh, really here's something fascinating. Before amazing. we get back to the amazing Sharon Tate scene that was the best scene in the movie, and you guys are crazy. <laughs> um, before we get back to that, here's another. Did you know that a lot of the the Manson Ranch uh, girls were famous people's daughters? Yeah. Like it was mm-hmm. like uh, I think Bruce Willis's daughter was in there, oh. and I, there were several famous daughters that were in there. Again, as kind of a purposeful like nod to the you know the Hollywood traditions, and he was definitely doing something very intentional yeah. with that stuff. So it, here's what I didn't like about watching Sharon. Watching a movie, watching Sharon watch a movie. Oh, man, I love <laughs> like, that so much. I, that Inception, you yeah. got to go a level deeper. <laughs> um, I, like, I, I totally get what he was trying to say. Like, um, you know, she needs the affirmation of, like, hearing people laugh at her scene or, like, um, you know, praise. You know, she's, like, she's reveling in, like, how much people love her. And she needs that to feel validated in her career or in your life or whatever. So I didn't pick uh, up on that, but go I, ahead. I mean, she was, like gleeful like in oh yeah scene. there was there was the joy of it but i didn't seem like a need to me Here, here's I, how I, I, t- I think that's that was what tarantino was trying to do with all of the characters like like it was all about 
uh, Leo's need for affirmation and like, you know, that I can be a great actor too. And I'm mm-hmm. not, my career is not dying. Uh, same thing with Brad Pitt's character of, you know, like I'm still needed I'm still wanted. And Leo saying, no, you, we don't need you for the shot or whatever. And then I, I felt, felt like he wanted to do that with Sharon Tate too, but it wasn't strong enough to, for me. And I couldn't wait to get back to the guys. Like I just, I, I, I wanted, it, there wasn't enough meat on the bone. I think when, when I saw Sharon Tate, man, so I, I'm, I'm not trying to take more. away anything from Margot Robbie's performance. Cause she's sure. great. But I think that he spent Tarantino spent too much time trying to build up this false story of making you care about Tate. And everything I'm saying, you know, is solely about the movie. I'm not trying to talk about the actual events that took place in 69. Sure. No, totally. Yeah. So he's trying to build this, uh, you know, sense of, you know, you need to connect to this person because of what's going to happen at the end of the movie. You know what's going to happen at the end of the movie if you know anything about the Manson family. Um, so that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to build this false sense of, oh, we're, you ha- you have to care about Sharon Tate because, you know, we get to, you know, s- unfortunately see what happens to her. Mm-hmm. But it's all just, you know, the it's, the, it's you know, all under, it's not really going to happen. But we know it's not really going to happen. And the fact that he spends so much time building up a character that at the end of this movie is so unnecessary. I think that they could have had scenes where he just, uh, DiCaprio's character kept seeing Tate and Polanski drive up to their house. And he's like, I'm going to talk to them one day. I'm going to talk to them one day. And then at the end, you know, you could have that scene where he walks down and then Tate, uh, invites him up and stuff like that. You know, you could have had that. You didn't need to spend 35 minutes showing me Sharon Tate and Polanski going to a party with Steve McQueen at the Playboy Mansion or Sharon Tate going to see the Wrecking Crew or Sharon Tate dancing or all this other stuff that doesn't lead anywhere. Another uh, thing is it sounds like I'm ripping on the movie that I actually think is Wait, are you, good. are you done with Sharon Tate? Yeah. Okay, because I wanted to let you guys say your piece. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't want to interrupt and, and okay, jump yeah, in. Okay, yeah, so I, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. I just, it's it's really strange to me how much I disagree uh, because I think this movie has zero impact without us giving the time to what she, who she is in that, because she represents the young, the new, she represents the ingenue, she represents this part of Hollywood that what's fascinating about what, what he's doing here, part of what he's doing here is he's changing history like he's done with Inglorious Bastards, yeah. like he's done um It's kind of with, a wish fulfillment yes, of alternate history. Yes. And I did not see is what he was doing was trying to make us care about, oh no, she's going to get murdered. What I saw him doing was was taking somebody who all you know about her life is that she was eight months pregnant and got brutally murdered by the Manson family. And so he's taking this, this like, that's all I knew, is the name Sharon Tate, you know what that means to me? A bloody, gruesome murder. Yeah. And what he's doing is he's building an actual human being so that I can look at it and go, oh, now I'm, now I'm invested in the beauty of this life as opposed to the gruesomeness of this death. So if, for me, it was this common again on change in Hollywood and the change for her was her life got cut short but now he is taking the steps to say I've got this time machine I'm gonna make it right uh, and I kind of alluded to this in the in the show proper as well or am I because there's this moment at the end after Rick 
uh, goes up to hang out with them, which is this huge moment for him. He's been hoping for this because Polanski is this hotshot new director that's yeah. doing this stuff. By the way, movie never really deals with like the, well, the dark Polanski stuff. Well, that all happened like <laughs> ten years after. Sure, fair enough. Which, yeah. Um, yeah. Polanski, not a good guy. Uh, he's uh, not allowed back in the U.S. <laughs> so there's this, the way that last scene is shot from overhead in the shadows, and there's this lingering, first of all, knowledge that, you know, the, that wasn't the that's only... That's not what happened. Well, not only that, but that's that not what happened, but not only that, but there are more murders to come. Yeah. Manson's still out there. Um, you know, so it's, it's kind of this also admission of, I, you know, I have a time machine, I can change this. But I, you know, there's still all this other stuff to happen. So yeah. that's that's a secondary point to the point that uh, the reason that that Sharon stuff uh, meant so much to me. Okay. So, anyways, we can firmly disagree and say our pieces and move on to other interesting things apart the movie. Well, like I said, that's the biggest thing that's holding me back because mm-hmm. I don't. I think that the main story here, if they focused on Leo and Brad, and you don't need to show me what um, the young, vibrant, uh, new face in Hollywood and what their life is like. You know, I've seen that a thousand times. Uh, I think that the the old and, you know, the old guard, you know, I think that's a much more fascinating story. Like, I will give him credit because he had that one scene at the beginning of the movie with Sharon Tate and Polanski walking through the airport, you know, and the mm-hmm. paparazzi are, you know, walking back with him. And then later, after he gets done with all the spaghetti westerns, him and his new wife are doing the exact same walk, except they're walking alone, you know. Right. You know, it's just like, you know, you may still be making movies, but you're still the old guard. You're not pulling in any you know, audience or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, so I think that that, if you would have sh- had just a couple shots like that, don't show me Sharon Tate, you know, doing the parties and stuff. You can show her, uh, but don't make her like a tell you side what, I, quest. I, 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 will, I will sacrifice the party scene, but you cannot take the movie scene away from me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if we're making a deal here. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you the Playboy Mansion scene, but I I have to hold on to the I, movie scene. I don't I don't know that I even really disagree with anything that you said about the yeah. meaningfulness of it. I think for me it's just I agree with Andrea. The, the movie was very long, and I, I just wanted to see a little bit more streamlined. Which I know a lot of the reviews are talking about. That. I haven't read those reviews by the way, but like I just felt I like I walked out of there thinking like how much stronger and more focused of a movie would have been if it was just about the boys. Boom. Uh, and, and I would love to see a Sharon, sure. yeah. a Sharon, Sharon Tate in her own movie. Like, give her her own yeah. story. Yeah. And then um, no, I hear Pitt. what you're saying and also <laughs> disagree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. that's, that, that's fine. Yeah. Also, that Playboy <laughs> Mansion scene had that the only time that they had, you know, uh, titles to show you who each character yeah, is. Yeah, like, it was the one time. The one time, why you couldn't? I couldn't deduce that that was. Yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting because they let you they let you figure out Mama Cass, but not uh, the other Mama and Papa girl that was in that three. Yeah, um, Steve McQueen. They wanted to make sure you knew who that was. I don't. Know, it was it was interesting that they used them. Then I don't know that I would have figured it out without those titles. Yeah. Would you have figured out that that was Bruce Lee? <laughs> Um, not sure. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And I, I, I don't know that even I even with him keep even with them calling him Cato and stuff. No, I'm just not. I'm not a Bruce Lee. I'm not up on all my Bruce oh. Lee stuff. So, okay. so yeah. You gotta be like what? I love that friend. scene though. I thought that scene was so crazy. It was fun. <laughs> it was really good. Okay, that's the that's just an issue. There are scenes like that that are fun, but they're surrounded by so much fodder 
to get through that it's just like man, I don't if know he what to say I completely like <laughs> it just it's all information I find valuable yeah. and not and not just valuable but interesting and exciting and compelling um, I can feel the passion that Tarantino is putting into it but it's passion like I love this I part it. of the 60s yeah. I love Bruce Lee I want to put Bruce Lee in my movie I love uh, uh, this part of the you know the classic Hollywood Boulevard I want to put that in the backdrop you know but it, a lot of that stuff is just leading to nonsensical just a love story of hollywood of the 1960s you know yeah, yeah. uh let's try to hit a few more things i know i've got kind of a hard out i don't want to rush us oh, but I, yeah. I i do have to get going but um i loved the dog stuff i loved that we get a very subtle uh education on his relationship with his dog that is that i just thought was again texture and humor here's an underrated part about a looser movie uh, underrated part about a looser movie is it allows you to hide uh, storytelling tricks a little bit better. When you really tighten a movie up, um, the storytelling tricks become more and more obvious because if it's included, it must be for must a storytelling reason. Yeah. Whereas in this movie, stuff is included that isn't necessarily for a completely you know uh, technical storytelling reason. It's for a character <laughs> reason or for emotional reason, right? So it allows you to kind of have those moments with the dog where you're like, oh, this is a fun little you know side thing where he yeah. how he signals to his dog, but it's actually doing something for you. The, and later when he uses it, you the, know, to kill people, it's when, like when you, at the end perfect. of the at the end of the movie when he does. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, it's, "Oh, this is on!" Like, I can't. The wait. adrenaline in that moment was just <laughs> my, incredible. Yeah. My, the entire row that I was sitting with in the theater were cheering, like they yeah. were just screaming. It's perfect. Yeah. And I don't think you get that without that setup scene being yeah. a little more subtle and a little more hidden yeah. in this movie. So, poor Dakota Fanning in her face, <laughs> <laughs> dude. She was like unrecognizable. Man, cast in this movie, people just stepping in for Scoop McNary was in this for like two lines. Yeah, like you know, um, I just. Uh, did you re- recognize the girl from Stranger Things? Um, yes. Wait, Millie Bobby Brown Ahoy. was in this? No, 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 no. The, Skip, Skip the Skips Ahoy. Ahoy girl. Um, she, oh, was she, she on the main She was Rangers? Flower Child. She's the one that yeah, took off in the car. Yeah, she's one of the four that go up, but then oh, she leaves. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And by the way, that is, those were, you know, again, he tried to be as accurate as possible with the actual historical part. Those were the ones that went there, and she actually, the story is told, was told to go look for open windows in the Tate. A hand, a home mm-hmm. and even though there were some she told them there weren't because she of the four of them was like didn't want to do she it abstained. so yeah. it actually kind of makes sense that she was the one that drove off in the car so yeah. stuff like that's really you know interesting to me and fascinating when you really think about it yeah but, i want to ask you a question yeah i i love the manson stuff i love the rewriting history stuff he's so good at that um i love how like oh, that spawn ranch scene oh, oh. So, so good and like i, I love how um because uh, Rick comes in and like interrupts the car and is like, you know, you know, get the f out of my neighborhood. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he uh, like ends up cha- that that becomes the butterfly effect, right? Situation, right? Yeah. As awesome as all that was, how does it fit in for you the into the, like the greater like why is that included in a movie that otherwise has nothing to do with you know. Um, uh, people being crazy and, and and wanting to murder others, like how wish does that? Fulfillment. How, yeah, okay, but, and and I get that, but the whole movie wasn't about wish fulfillment for me. It wasn't about wish fulfillment until the last hour. But I think movie. it was for Quentin. Yeah. Okay. 
I think that I think that's what I'm saying. That's why. And again, I think that comes back to some of the you know the taste stuff that's important to me. Is I think it was important to him. You can tell it's that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, is to is the wish fulfillment is the time travel is to change things. And so, um, what where we're seeing this beautiful story about these two guys dealing with change. Quentin is also you know, dealing with the larger historical yeah. story at the same time. The emotional impact of what happened from the Manson and his so, Rick, weird uh, cathartic way of exactly brutally murdering those people by having Brad Pitt smash their faces in stuff. and then have Leo walk out of a pool house with a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I, that got the biggest like laugh in my theater. Yeah. As yeah. soon as you saw Leo walk out with the flamethrower, like this is the most ridiculous. But then afterwards he's talking to, uh, is it John or... Uh, I forget his name, but uh, uh, through the gaze, like, yeah, uh, my buddy and his dog killed two of them, and I burned another one with a flamethrower. Oh, the one from the 14 guns. <laughs> Wait, you saw that? It's so yeah. nonchalant that it's like. Burn her to a crisp. <laughs> oh, man. But that nonchalant is, the nonchalance is interesting because it's. I, I mean, I guess with the amount of violence that happened, there's still that, that separation. But, you know, you think of. How, how different actual history happened and it's like there is no nonchalance there that is deep and gruesome and serious and so you know what Quentin is able to do is allow that humor and nonchalance to happen because he's willing to change history yeah. to so, do it so. okay so your answer to how it speaks to like and I'm, I may not have asked the question very well but like how it speaks to o- the overall themes of the movie is that like he um, like he in a meta kind of way wants to change history just like these guys want to change their own history exactly okay yes also okay. I think to answer your question I think that that last 20 minutes is Quentin Tarantino saying to the audience I'm still here guys I still know how to make <laughs> yeah. the ridiculousness no, that's true I think that that is a part of it it's not the whole part you know I think that what you said is a big encompassing element but I also think that he wants to let the audience know don't worry I'm still here it's not a Coen Brothers movie it's a yeah. Tarantino movie uh, I, I we got I gotta go um, yeah but I think we yeah. hit pretty much everything we want to hit yeah really um, so thank you I appreciate you hanging out for the the spoilers uh, downloading the spoilers maybe watching it on YouTube yeah. I don't know um, uh, thank you for doing that. Yeah. And away you go. <laughs> and away we go. Thanks, guys. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.